0: Why is it we feel the need to say to people, I don't have COVID. Like oh, whenever you well, get, I mean you it's get a congested. responsible thing to do. Right. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. I, no, really is. I, yeah. I no, mean I felt is. bad getting back on
1: the plane, but I thought how many people get on this plane that aren't don't have two masks on and don't have yeah. like a blanket over their head?
0: Well and now people don't you're not required <laughs> to wear a mask.
1: Yeah, no, I know. Right. I, I mean I'm yeah, that's not happening.
2: They're gonna start in schools anyway. I know Oakland County today, just uh, in schools, you have to wear your mask again. Oh, because no, do you? Michigan is one hurt. of the hot spots in the country again, right yeah, now. Again, yeah. Again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, no. it's have, another variant. I have back.
0: continued to mask when I go to the grocery so I. store. I mask everywhere I go. started up
2: again. Why would you trust science?
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Nooner Show. Here's your host, Jackie Wallace, Gina Guccini, and Rocky Wallace. Typically, we say welcome to The Nooner Show with Jackie, Gina, and Rocky. However, it's a little different today. Jealous. Thank goodness Liz is with us. That would be me. Liz is here today, and Bill is with us, sitting in. Our producer is with us today. I'm Rocky. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, Rocky's not here and won't be for some time. No. Right. She and has, Jackie's
0: not here. And Jackie's not here today. Rocky has taken the leap of faith and and gone to Nashville. She's Following some dreams and, and is good going to her. make them happen. She looks like
1: she's having a good time. She stealing looks like rugs she's having... and
0: everything else on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> stealing <laughs> yeah, she's doing a great uh, great things are happening for her. Good so for her. she's got a good music career and had thought for some time to to yeah. move to mm-hmm. New York and it never happened. It just didn't work out and then the idea and opportunities to go to Nashville happened, and it happened super fast, a week to 10 days.
2: It's a better in. move, too. Better than New York. New mm-hmm. York's just a bunch of session musicians, and obviously you've got yeah. 16 times more people. Exactly. Right. The
1: competition.
2: Nashville is the big hot spot.
1: Just a, just a quickie here. I lived in Nashville for five years. Did you know that? And I did not. Yes, I did. Back in the 90s. I loved when it your wasn't... first
2: album. <laughs> Thank <Great>. you. <laughs>
0: My first rap album. Yeah, it was excellent. Mm -hmm. So it's a good thing that you two are here today. Liz, really glad you're here because clearly I now have some abandonment issues. (laughs) Yes, exactly. That happens when everybody leaves (laughs) me. When everybody leaves (laughs) me. And Bill, thank you for for sitting in. Of course. To my left and to my right. I have two new co-hosts today. Here we are. Ready to go. Ready Mm -hmm. to talk about the show. So let's get started with this segment is... Designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, mm-hmm. overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring.
1: Isn't that the goal? We could all use a little inspiration right now.
0: We could.
1: Well, actually, any day of the week, but right now, for sure.
0: Mm-hmm. What kind of inspiration?
1: Well, people succeeding, people doing better, people getting out, and working outside the box, doing, uh, trying to fulfill their passions, working on their side hustles. I always talk about things like that. You know, anything that makes you feel good, makes you feel appreciated and happy.
2: So, having good examples to follow.
1: Yes, exactly. And you know, I don't. That gets a little distorted. And what is a good example to follow? Because as we've seen. With COVID and current events also, isolation has sent us to some areas that are not good examples to follow.
2: We're living our lives differently than we did two and a half years ago. Yep. Everyone's mm-hmm. living a different life. Mm-hmm. Not drastically in some cases, mm-hmm. but everyone's living a different life. And this Whether is it's our work, home, what mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. And
0: I think when when 2020 started... We look to the future for different and what would be new. And it's, yeah. a new, you know, new, new, everything, new, new, new. Nobody thought this is where we would be. No. And we didn't know that we, our children would be depending on the
1: internet because they'd be home for so long Uh, as their source of entertainment and also their source of bad things that they don't need to be hearing or knowing anything about Mm -hmm. because it can be very dark on the web. So, I mean, that's where parental investigation and, you know, uh, you have no privacy, you live in my home comes into it. And also, even for the adults, plenty of us scouring around the Internet, looking around with nothing to do, have, you know, really come up with some dreaded type subject matter that
0: doesn't exactly lift our spirits.
2: You can always find what you're looking for.
0: You can. You will
1: always find what you're looking for.
0: Coming mm-hmm. into summer, too, yes. there'll be even more. Kids won't be in school, whether it be online or in, in person. A lot more unstructured time. Yeah. What What recommendations do you make to families who are? Well, you know, there's kind of a couple different things there, and I've talked about this before. Structure
1: is excellent. Structure is good. But uh, often we have way too much structure. I see now in this day and age for our children, like there's dance at three, at four, you have swim, at five, you have basketball, and your brother's got all the same things going on. And now everybody's forgetting to, you know, spend time together and eat and relax and enjoy each other's company. Sometimes just sitting around and watching a movie with your family or just being or just talking at the kitchen table is, is better than actually having a structured event to go to. So I think kind of for summer, structure for summer is a lot of fun time, a lot of good time, but also trying to regulate when you're going to go to bed and when you're going to get up so you don't get too far out of your loop,
0: you know? Exactly. Now, the teacher in me would like to interject yes. structure for academics. The academic slide when you do absolutely nothing is huge. Yeah. What parents don't understand is the amount of something they need to do is so little? They just have to do a little something every day. Okay. If they did, I always recommend if if your child, whatever age, reads ten minutes three times a day. Ten minutes is doable. Mm-hmm. Ten minutes at breakfast or before or after breakfast. Ten minutes before or after lunch and ten minutes before or after dinner. Just ten minutes three times a day. That thirty minutes a day. Well, is enough to sustain at least the, the progress that they made in the current school year, if not increase the growth over time. Mm-hmm. It's when children do absolutely nothing. They don't open a book. They don't pick up a pencil that they, they lose academic ground. So at all grade levels, mm-hmm. if they just read 30 minutes, and for the little kids, break it down 10 minutes a day, or 10 minutes three times a day, it's enough to, to maintain the growth that they have made in a year, if not improve some. I would agree with that.
1: I would agree with that. When I, after my father passed, when I was in the first grade, I, I really had trouble with reading. I, it was really a difficult thing for me. And so over the summer, my mother gave me a Nancy Drew book. And back in the day, there were her mm-hmm. original Nancy Drew books, mm-hmm. and they were really thick. They're like that. We still mm-hmm. have the collection. Mm-hmm. And I read one after another, and I was at the top of the, my class by the time I got back. And so I truly believe that. I think reading is probably, I'm, I'm, I I'm just said this to my sister the other day, I'm going to read a novel. I'm going to pick one up and I'm going to read because I love to read. Mm-hmm. It's just too easy to pick up your cell phone or hit Netflix or, you know, Apple or something and, and not read.
2: And you realize when you do that, you've wasted so much time because it's just inane, useless information for the most yes. part. I'm not saying the internet is, you know, the devil. Mm-hmm. Where's the newspapers? <laughs> yeah. But it, it's reading a, it, read it online if you have to, audible, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It expands your imagination. We have, we have young kids, they're oh, six-year-olds yeah. and they're just now getting into reading, but we have a theory with them. Yes, structure is good, but we're at the age where we want them to be bored. We sure. want them to be bored, yeah, because we want to sort of force mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. into using their imagination and just playing, because the laptop's right there. And at six, they know how to use the laptop. Oh, they can yeah. get oh, in. Yeah. They mm-hmm. know how to find YouTube and whatever else. Mm-hmm. Pornhub, kidding. Yeah. Um, but uh, they <laughs> they know their way around a computer. Yeah, and sure. We, we're not, you know, Little House in the Prairie where we're anti-technology. No, no. But we do want them to experience life. So we have no TV. Sit there. If you're going to sit there for 10 minutes, if that's how you choose to use your time, I feel bad for you. And we embarrass them.
1: Absolutely. No, just kidding. But. <laughs> Whittle them down to shreds themselves. Right. You know, it's exactly. fun. It's, it keeps us funny. We're exactly. laughing. It's a good time.
2: You will. Uh, yeah, I will conform. say
1: this, that. um Definitely being bored, not to sound like, you know, when dinosaurs roamed the earth when I was a child, right. but your mother threw you outside. You didn't come back in. Absolutely. Really, until exactly. the straight lights came on, but it's really true. It and is, you were up or yeah. down the street playing with whomever and you use your imagination. Right. I used to build tree houses in the backyard. I used to build furniture. Um, I would plant flowers. I, I, that's a great thing for kids to mm-hmm. do. As you see things grow, I mean, it's so cool. They may, him and Haw about doing it, but sowing the soil, planting vegetables or putting flowers in and seeing what they've achieved, that is an excellent way to spend your summer doing we things know, like that. We
0: know a podcast. Uh, it's
2: what my wife does. She is has it? an entire podcast, Grow Town.
0: Oh, it how is cool. all
2: about getting kids to, get, there's a world outside your window. Yes. Go explore it. And yep. our kids, they pick a packet of seeds every year. They have grown something every summer.
1: Oh, how nice. And so, it, it
2: goes beyond gardening, too. Not necessarily to get kids to garden, but yeah. to get them to realize this tiny little thing, if you take care of it and build it and apply some time to it, mm-hmm. can turn into... Look what it turned! You can eat it. <laughs> sure. You, you built it, It's amazing. It teaches amazing. kids that they can build something, essentially.
1: And I think, I think out of using internet or, you know, once again, I'm not against any of those things... Um, Using social media or Internet um, to occupy your children's time, which, yeah, there's mothers are like, here, just get away from me for a little while or do something or, Mm -hmm. you know, um, that this time we just got used to using it all the time using internet or mm-hmm. visuals to occupy our mind. And if you get used to again, like breaking habits, like I talk to you guys about all the time, we get we're in the habit now of doing that.
0: And it has become an a addic- habit. It has become an addiction, yes. In some in some cases. Absolutely. For some people. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it's ridiculous when I, I mean, but I'm chilling out. I will give myself fair play there. I am chilling out at <laughs> night. I will watch something that I'm half interested in. Like I'm watching The Staircase right now. I find it interesting, but I know how it ends. And I'm watching that, but I'm also looking on my phone doing research. Mm-hmm. So that's how I chill in the evening. But I limit that time and do many other things during the day.
2: Do either of you wordle?
1: What I, is, I, don't, I do not. No. I
0: do. not I do. What is wordle,
2: wordle? wordle is a brilliant, it's now been sold to the New York Times. It was a mm-hmm. guy in Australia. Talk about realizing a dream. Uh, in December, this past December, he had a game that he and his uh, siblings would play where it, it, some, it, they'd each take a turn. It's a five-letter word. It's always a five-letter word. And you have six chances to figure out what the five-letter word is. Interesting. And each time you use a letter, and it's not in the word, that's off the board. And you whittle it down until you figure it out. Do they no. give
0: you the? Do they give you? They give you five empty boxes.
2: Five empty boxes.
0: And do they give you any clues to any letters to start with? None. You just pick five letters.
2: None. I've done it since it came out, since the app came out, and I right. haven't gotten it maybe four times. It's only five-letter words, and no plural words. But the beauty of this thing, you're talking about getting locked in. Okay, what's the next word? Yeah, It's one word a day. Ooh, that wow. is the puzzle. I like that. But this guy created this thing. So said, oh, let's put it on. Let's just make a little website for it. And it took off. This is in December of 21.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And it just sort of took off. They had 2,500 people who were playing in the first week. The following week, it was 500,000 people worldwide were playing it
1: Yeah,
2: on this little website. And the New York Times came to this guy and said, look, this is a great little puzzle. The New York Times has many puzzles on mm-hmm. their page.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: We'll buy that for you. And it was a seven-figure deal. It was just something wow. he played with his family, oh this guy in Australia. And the New York Times said, we'll give you however many million dollars for the rights to your app, and we'll put it on our.
0: So he created an app. Yeah, talk about taking a dream.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, which Good he really him. was not his intention.
0: Yeah, right. but yeah. sometimes they thought it would be, be neat.
2: But the 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 brilliant part about a long story short is it's only one word. It's not something where you get locked in on your phone. Okay, yeah. what's the next word? It's one word a day. So do and you have that's to, it, you have to wait till the next what's day. What's your the
0: strategy one. when you start?
2: I start with the first word, or I start with the same word every day. You do? I do, do you want to know my word? Yes. Beast, Ooh. B-E-A-S-T.
1: Has it got ever shown up. up? Those are good letters. That's Those why I chose letters, them, yeah. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> and
2: again, they once you use them, they're off the board, obviously. One time I got in one, the word was not beast, I was here at the podcast studios, Podcast Nation, and I just hung those pictures on the wall. This is before I used beast as my word. Like, oh, it's my first, I don't know, frame. Whoa, it's frame, wow. <laughs> so I got it in one. But yeah, Wordle is great. It's it's quick, and that's it, and you're off your phone. That's what I like about
0: yeah, it. Yeah, I right. would like that. That yeah. sounds like
2: fun. Try W-O-R-D-L-E.
0: And there's an app. There's an app for that.
2: There probably is an app, but I have it on the New York Times app. Ah, So mm. you just go to their puzzle page and it's right there. Or you just just do a Google search on Wordle. It'll pop up.
1: He wants right. to look a little more intelligent, so he wants it off the New York Times. Area. Right, exactly. I see. <laughs>
2: well, the London Times was taken, so <laughs> I had to go with some. I
1: do mine off the Times. So <laughs> how what? about
2: you?
0: L- what do we say about people that are trying to impress? What do we say about those kinds of people? Peacocking, <laughs>
2: that kind of thing. You're sort of trying to impress.
0: That's just saying. <laughs>
2: Look, either you are impressive or you think you're impressive.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Without a doubt. I'm a legend in my own mind. Okay, there we go. Aren't we all? Aren't we all?
0: (laughs) And here's a question from the internet about someone's husband who is a workaholic. Ooh. And he regularly works Saturdays and Sundays as well. He averages 10 to 12 hours a day. Oh God. Mm. <laughs> well, I would say he's running from something. That's where I would start. It's like,
1: what where, what are you running from? What, what are you running from? It's either something in your life, in your home life, uh, as a child, whatever, because we always have to go back to your childhood because there may be some things back there or not. It's worth investigating. But um, mostly people who are constantly on the go are running from something. Either um, they are running from feelings that they might have, bad decisions they've made, unable to make a choice or change, or are stuck. That's definitely worth investigating because there is no job on this earth that somebody wants to be at every single day. There are other things out there that we recognize as more fun.
2: Is it necessarily that he's running from something at home or could it be something completely unrelated to home?
1: Completely unrelated. It could be at home. That's where your therapist comes in. Because I always call myself a private detective. You have to it's up to me to figure out where this is coming from, you know. And and of course we always start with childhood because that's our earliest formation, our, you know, formative years. Are you know, from zero to seven shapes who we are and what we think, but we won't, you wouldn't really know until we kind of moved forward to see what this person was thinking about and what was making them want to stay away from home all the time. And all of their focus, probably perfectionism was on their job that gave them their self-worth. That's not good either. So best advice for her. Well, best advice for her is, are you happy with having a husband who's absent? Are you happy, whether they have children or not, with a husband who's absent? Um, Is there any way, what kind of relationship can you have with somebody that you see, I don't know, maybe two hours a day? That's not a relationship. I do see a lot of this in the auto industry where they work seven days a week. People are used to it. It's generational and passed down through families. Um, You know, work is not the utmost important thing. So. For her, it's to investigate, is this what she wants? Obviously, she's writing because she doesn't know what to do. Right. And if he doesn't have any idea what's going on with him, then that's definitely where I I think he would look into finding some psychiatric help. Just talking to somebody, a therapist, to find out what might be going on.
2: How do you, what would you recommend? So this woman is saying, my husband does this. I I don't know what discussions they've had with each other. Mm -hmm. I wonder what his response would be when she says, why are you there so much, Mm -hmm. what, what is outside of him getting therapy? Just, and we're just throwing it at the wall here. We don't know their situation. What would you, what would you say to him?
1: Well, I... I or would be you know, a deep a lo- dig. <laughs> yeah, it would be a deep dig. And a lot of it's like... The first um, visceral response that any person would have, and I've dealt with men like this before, would be, how the hell do you expect me to have a house like this and a roof over your head and pay these bills and do this and what are you doing? So it's very defensive, very defensive. And I've dealt with men like this or women like this that are workaholics. And then kind of whittle it down to... Is that really what the problem is, or is it that you just don't want to stop and think about the way your life has panned out? Once again, we're here guessing, but I do see this often. And people are stuck and don't know how to make a change because they're locked in like the golden handcuffs. They're locked into a job, a certain amount of money. they got kids going to college or you know, a house to keep up with. Because everybody's so obsessed with their homes anymore.
2: I don't care what someone else has. Yeah. I don't care what lives they're leading. Me I can either. look at someone uh-huh. and go, well, I'm more impressed for them, like, wow, they look what they have, look what uh-huh. they've done. I don't like, uh, I never look and at someone and say, Man, I wish we lived in that house. Like look at that house. That is so sure. cool.
1: Uh F-O-M-O, FOMO, yeah. right? Which stands for fear, fear of, of missing out, okay? Yeah. Which is all of our social media, the fake book people. Our family is perfect. Our mm-hmm. life is perfect. <laughs> perfect. Yes. Everybody's just absolutely wonderful. And, you know, and I'm, behind, I don't even get on fake, fake, fake book, Facebook any longer, but um, that everybody's life looks grand and incredible and wonderful because nobody puts their negative stuff on there. And if no. they do, everybody's like, what, what is, what is this? To Why that is somebody point, doing that
2: the people that do that. Those people, those the people, people that do that. You're right. No one's posting the bad stuff. They're no. posting all this glam, these glamorous things they're doing. Uh-huh. But the people who will post a picture of a relative who's in a hospital bed with tubes <laughs> sticking out of them. Look what I'm dealing with today. That's attention-seeking. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. It drives me crazy. Yes, that's
1: attention-seeking. Some things are okay to
2: be private. It's okay for that to be a private thing between you and your family. We
1: need a happy gray area there. (laughs) But, Bill, I'm going to... uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say yes. that the reason why you, you are like you are, and I am that way, which is women tend to be extremely jealous, more jealous than men. Men are in a lot of competition with each other. Women are jealous. I think that goes back to our primal DNA, like I must you know, look good for the man to hunt him so he can go hunt a, you know, a bear for me and bring it home. Okay. I, honestly, I do believe that. Mm-hmm. That's why we face paint. And all those kinds of things. A lot hasn't changed. We have a
2: couple million years of evolution behind us. Yes,
1: and and it really hasn't changed in a whole hell of a lot. It really hasn't. Um, But you were raised with some degree of self-confidence. Confident in the way you lived. No, we didn't analyze you. Maybe that's what we should do today. Go for it. That will be be our. But stay tuned for our. Let let me get some luggage. There'll be
2: some unpacking. As
1: I say about my husband, he has a whole Louis Vuitton set. Okay, that's what he came with. Um, No, but for some reason, whether you had trauma or didn't have trauma, you felt your self worth was good enough. And that is what all of us need to feel. And I remember as a, as a young woman, my mother, God love her. She could make, um, you know, a silk purse out of a sow's ear. We never had any money, even though I grew up in Grosse Point. It was a beautiful area, but we were not wealthy by any means. Mm-hmm. But my mother was always so sophisticated in the way she would see a beautiful woman or, or somebody and compliment them. There's a stunning dress. You look absolutely beautiful today to anybody of... Uh, you know, Hudson's at the, a clerk or, mm-hmm. you know, a friend or something. So that just taught me, that's learned behavior also, that that's beautiful. Isn't this lovely? Kindness. Ki- yes. Kindness, which yes. is what
0: we're missing in the world today. More of that. More we of We just that need kindness. Without I a doubt. I always, every time I'm at a store and I'm done with the clerk, I say, thank you for your help today. And I can't tell you how many times people are taken, taken aback. Taken aback. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, you're welcome good manners will give you get you everywhere Mm
1: -hmm. everywhere
0: kindness goes Mm -hmm. a long way where does your self-worth come from well usually
1: you know it starts with your parents or your family you know and how they treat you and how they value you value your opinions uh recognize what you have to say right how often do we see children are just like okay that yeah that's enough billy bobby or betty you know just shut up and sit down Or, you know, hand them, you know, an iPad or something to look at. Um, That is why I'm a big promoter, a huge promoter of dinner time. Dinner Mm -hmm. time. Everybody, my family, since I was born, has sat at the dinner table with candles and music, and we talk, and we eat. It's an hour. Sometimes, you know, on the weekends when we'd be relaxing and going for like two, three hours, my grandpa would stop by. That's when people stop by. Oh, see, that's great. That, that's, yeah. I love that. Yeah, and, and you just ate and drank and talked, and that's how families bond. And in the beginning, and I tried to teach this to patients too, in the beginning it's, it seems a little awkward if you don't do it, because all of these children overachieving, they're never home. Never home for dinner. Mm-hmm. You're feeding him a something in the backseat of the mm-hmm. car, a protein bar. Okay, hit baseball now. You know, hit swim after. And the family the or this man who might be working so much, he's not home for dinner. No. Everybody, your family unit getting together, eating, the softness of the lights, the candles, the just chatting. In the beginning it may seem a little awkward, but then you start learning about each other's lives, right? You say... Oh, you were just talking about Johnny yesterday. How's Johnny doing? <laughs> oh, he's, you will never believe what he did today, Mom. Oh, ha, ha, ha. You know, everybody has a little laugh. Mm-hmm. Dad, how was your day? Or this or that. And then we start to understand everybody's lives, and it just creates a great uh, family bond. I it is, 100% and you look to agree. It. I, I
2: mm-hmm. really do. And we have dinner together every night. The food choices aren't always appreciated, but
1: don't worry about it. Now you matter.
2: can't. We can't. That's not it. it. That's kind of, and that's me. I'm like, <laughs> just just try it at least. So my wife and I agree with what she's. She's right. She goes, okay, maybe you don't want to try this new food. It, touch it, just smell it, just <laughs> so you're not afraid of it. Just realize there's nothing to be afraid of. It's just, and I grew up the same way. I mean, mm-hmm, sure, lima beans. Who invented I, these?
1: I used to hate them. Now I love them.
2: Oh, see, there's a plenty of food that I didn't like as a kid that I'd like now. So I I get it. Sure. You know, probably was the way my mom cooked it.
1: (laughs) It doesn't matter. I remember when I met my stepdaughter, she was only six years old and I, you know, I was a gourmet chef. And so I'd cook up all kinds of things and she's like, I'm never going to eat any of it. And I'm like, okay.
2: Give it time. Here's
1: a hot dog. (laughs) And I never asked her again. And then it was like, can I... Just try a little of that. How about? How about? Wait, wait a minute. I think I want. Are we having a meatloaf this weekend? Are you? Can you? And then, so now, when I do see her, she comes with a list of the things that must That's be great. made. That is good.
0: <laughs> now, Liz, let's talk about Bill. Issue. Yeah, oh, issues. believe me. Oh, the,
1: the long list of issues. Listen, you want to hear something weird? Is Bill knew my brother back in the day?
0: Dan, Dan my right? brother yeah, Danny.
1: Yeah, yeah. Back in the day, they were musicians together.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: A, A small, small world. Holmes. Yes. Was, yeah,
1: yeah. Yep. That's my maiden name, Holmes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, you know, that probably wasn't was, was at the peak of your life. I doubt it was it? It was just part of your life.
2: was part of my the yeah. peak was 7 years old. That was the peak. Well, it bit, yeah, it was like a real it was a shoot <laughs> up to 7 and then a gradual slow hill to 59. <laughs> that was it.
1: Are you 59 now? I am, yeah. Oh, I'm 60. <laughs> yeah, f- yeah, I'm 60. There you go, brother. There you <laughs> go.
2: <laughs>
1: Nobody know it though. I mean, uh, I don't I mean just because my my uh, my brain is not there.
2: You don't well, A, you don't look 60. Thank you.
1: I appreciate it. I wasn't fishing for a compliment, even though it we came well, across that you way. You got it. <laughs> um, I just don't feel that way.
2: I don't either. That's not my mindset. Yeah. I don't fit. Probably having young kids helps. But I mean, I'm still active, yeah. uh, still an athletic specimen, um, all these
1: things. Sure. But. Absolutely. A God among men. And <laughs> I am. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> You know, I'm way into rap. All different kinds of music. I dance every night. I do the dance party. You do your thirty minutes. 30 minutes of no 30 bullshit. 30-minute dance yeah. party. 30-minute dance party. Every night, this girl is busting a move, man. Does anybody I'm... join in in the dance party? My husband will saunter in for a little while. He's like, I can't keep up. I mean, because I go double time on a lot of stuff. I do a lot of techno. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so I do really get those calories burning. So in 30 minutes, I, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, just give me a bead. <laughs> and you've decided now that you like your I do. I your love watch. My, my Fitbit because it tells me everything I'm doing. 132 steps. <laughs> I better get off. And it's
2: 7 o'clock at night? <laughs> oh, my God.
1: I wonder why I'm fat. Okay, I better <laughs> do something. But that 30-minute dance party has increased my energy level. Just want to tell you on side. No, girl. I'm telling you. We All do
2: right. one. We do one every night my wife and I and the kids but it's all oh, not too much if it's rap it's usually late 80s rap really yeah like we'll do um uh, I don't even call it rap but more like Eric B and Rakim mm-hmm.
1: um
2: but it's more like we'll dance to uh delight uh you know groove is in the heart all that sure stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, what oh, spice yeah. girls uh, yeah. My daughter's into the Spice Girls, which we're not sure if we're okay with that or not. But uh,
1: It's kind of around the ABBA area. I don't know. Yeah. Well, they dance
2: to, we also dance to, uh, what's the other one? Music Box Dancer. The, I'm going way back. I'm going way sure.
1: back. It's sure. It's all over
2: the place. But yeah, we love it. It yes. gets the wiggles out before bedtime.
1: It sure does. And yep. uh, yeah, and I'm half as hungry by
0: dinner. Oh, a very good. All right. Well, I don't do a dance party, but well, it's something recommending. that I was going to say. You know, I might have to give this a try. The dogs and I it's will fun. give it a try.
1: Yeah. By the way, let me just throw out. Did you see the um, that Eurovision, the Ukrainian band? Yes. One. I just added that to my dance mix. That dude playing that little fine flute mm-hmm. thing kicks and but. people from
2: uh, other countries were voting for Ukraine instead of their right, own then. country.
1: Oh, it is on my nice. dance mix. I will be dan- busting a move to it tonight. I'll more film it people,
2: for you. More people watch that than the Super Bowl. Really? really? Mm-hmm.
1: Wow. I never heard Absolutely. of it until the other day.
2: Oh, it's how ABBA was discovered. Really? ABBA won Eurovision in like 1974 or whatever it was. That's how no ABBA idea. came to be. Really? It is a huge, for those of you unaware, Eurovision, is you cannot be a professional musician, or professional artist. It's all amateur artists. And every country has one representative in, in Europe.
1: Yeah.
2: And they, you know, through other small contests, they whittle it down until they have one representative. Mm-hmm. Then they all compete in the quote-unquote Eurovision. It's televised all over Europe. Everyone's rooting for their own country. It's like the World Cup of yeah. Music. Yeah. And it gets more viewers worldwide than the Super Bowl.
0: That is amazing. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm i with you. I've never heard of it. It's been around yeah. for
2: 50 years?
0: Amazing. You probably missed it in the
2: papers. I think
1: the name of the band was called Clush.
2: Oh, was that Clush it? Clush or I know they straw. won.
1: Yeah. And I looked them up immediately. I saw it on the national news and I downloaded the song and I was like, yeah, I can get down to this. Yeah.
2: Pink Floyd reunited for one song about a month ago with a Ukrainian beatbox yeah, singer, performer and I I work on WCSX. The George's classic rock. <laughs> and you play that song. Pink Floyd, they hate each other, but they got together for this song Sure. and recorded it with this uh, Ukrainian guy. And the, all the uh, proceeds go to help the Ukrainian people.
0: Right on. Yep. Very good. A great example of people who are working together to mm-hmm. for a cause.
2: Despite their differences. Despite their
0: differences, which we don't yes. see very often. Liz, no. you can speak to this. We do not see. We see, well, I don't like her. I don't like him. Mm -hmm. Um, and people have a hard time, which leads to our next question from the internet. Um, I'm a new bride and my husband's family, while kind, they keep referring to his former wife around me.
1: Give up now. (laughs) (laughs) Give up now. You're never going to win the old bag over. Okay. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Honestly, I yeah. I mean, I have the mother-in-law from hell. Honestly, I do. And I think I'm the only one who love or who loves and takes care of her the most, but I will never be what she wants me to be. And it doesn't matter what it is. And that is just how some mother-in-laws are. And when that probably that young lady, when she was in the the ex. Mm-hmm. When she was in the position of the new wife, she hated her too. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of something that they do.
2: Isn't that just like major narcissism? You're making it all about you, mom.
1: Well, sure. Well, it's it,
0: it's their son. Well, their and son what about gonna, him? I, yeah. I mean, we and you we don't know, know better than
2: the son, and
0: we don't mm-hmm. know because this is just a, a little blur, But what about? the son, the the boyfriend, the husband, the, the, mm-hmm. he's doing nothing. He's allowing this. He clearly has to see it. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't he say, knock it off? Probably because his wife is just like his
1: mother. We always hook up with or have some degree of similarity with somebody like our mother or our father or a cross of the two of them because... What happens is is the one who was abusive to you, the father or the mother that was abusive to you, that talked down to you. When you find somebody, this is all subconscious that is very is similar to them. You don't even know it. Um, they also love you, where you didn't get love, and it's also familiar to you on how to deal with somebody like that. So it's all subconscious. We don't even realize it. We're like. Oh, that screaming girl over there who's a little aggressive. That's kind of cute. I like that. And she thinks, you know, um, she likes me too. She's good to me. I, I, You know, but as the relationship moves on, you start noticing the similarities to whomever it was that withheld their love from you. Or write that one down. (laughs) As
0: our therapy session with Bill (laughs) continues... It's true, though. It's what, true. What are we going to? What piece of advice would we tell her first? She needs to. I mean, get out. Just okay, dis- she's, she's. No, she doesn't need she, to get not, out. I know. I that's what I was going to say. She, no, we no, can't no. tell her to get out because she's just she's have. in this situation. So Absolutely. What what coping strategy is? Distance can we give her? yourself. Okay. Distance yourself. You know.
1: You know. There's nothing set in stone that says you have to go to these things. You have to be there. You have to go to every family function distance yourself. If you have a good relationship with a husband and you guys are happy and you're in love, um, you you don't have to, 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 well, at least you know you have that solid component. And so if you're on the same page and you're partners, that's fine. You can go together, you can go places, but forcing him to stick up for you um, forcing arguments with the mother-in-law, all those things are going to fall on deaf ears. It's going to get really ugly, and you don't want all that drama in your life. So you intermingle, you pay your respects, you're very polite, you do this, you know, but the, you also know when s- it's time to leave, and you okay. don't sit and take the abuse.
2: Would it be an option for the new wife to approach the mother-in-law and say just very matter-of-factly, not, not argumentatively, but just to state, look... I love your son. I am his wife. I would love if we could all be what, however she wants to word it. I, I, I realize you liked his first wife,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but if you give me a chance, you might actually like me too. I, I, mean, if she has that desire for them to be a family unit,
1: sure. And that's sweet, Bill. <laughs> that's <laughs> Stop really not patting me on top of the head. <laughs> Stop it. That's real sweet. No, it is an option listen my mother-in-law she sat me we were all sitting in a room and my husband was quivering in the corner okay (laughs) and she said listen i know what you want to do you want to take my son out of arizona and move back to michigan and take his daughter over my dead body are you gonna do that and i said you're right that's exactly what i want to do i don't want to stay in arizona i don't like arizona sorry arizonians you know i like sedona You know, I like uh, different parts of Arizona, but I don't like Phoenix proper where we lived. It was not my thing. I don't want to be here. I'd rather be back in Michigan. And she didn't know what to say. She didn't know what to say. But she still likes me, but she still causes a lot of trouble. But we realized something. The fact that we're here
0: and she's there, our life is much simpler and calmer, and there isn't the drama. And as much as we think... Family togetherness is a good thing. Sometimes it's not. Too much is simply too much. Well, mothers
1: don't want to give up their sons or their daughters. And so they expect after they marry full, um, full, um, total and total uh, What am I Compliance. trying? Compliance or um, loyalty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your loyalty is to your family, your nuclear family, not your new family, you know, your family of origin is where your loyalty needs to be.
2: Do you find that that happens along, along ethnic uh, sort of uh, lines?
1: Well, there are plenty of cultures definitely that where that is the truth. You. I'm know. gonna call
2: out the Italians. Yeah. Because I've experienced that my whole life.
0: Mm-hmm. Where I, is Jackie when I need her? It's true. Oh, <laughs> it's one hundred percent true. No, oh, Almost
2: is. across the board in my, I grew no, up on the east side. Is. Sure. Everyone was Italian or Polish.
0: I just wanted Jackie. I just, yeah. I yeah. just wanted Jackie here so that the two Italian She'll girls hear. could. Uh, she will, and that. <laughs> You'll get that call. I just, <laughs> I just wanted someone to be with me on, you know, the Italian front here. That's all.
2: Oh, but it's, it's, No,
0: it is true. It, it is, is a thing. true. It is true. It is true. There's the loyalty things. Mm-hmm. I grew up with all Italians
1: like mm-hmm. you, um, and um, you know, but we see a lot of this in the Hispanic culture and the Middle Eastern. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh
2: yeah, yep, Very, yep. very much so. My those growth. are probably the big three. Right mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's it. And
1: it's. It's, it doesn't matter. You know, You're, that's why a lot of arranged marriages in those countries were what was best for the family. Mm-hmm. It wasn't what was best for the
0: child. And well, arranged marriages, unfortunately, that are still happening. That's exactly what it is when they're marrying off. It is. They're still mar- happening. Still yes. happening. Marrying off these young girls at three, Modernized. five, nine, twelve, 12, whatever. Yeah,
2: disgusting. It, it is,
0: is. and that, and it's it be and it's because it's for the good of the family. Well, I, yeah. I mean,
2: I dated. Uh, I have a penchant for Italian girls. Um, You're one
0: those dark and swarthy ones. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I maybe because that's what I grew up around. But yeah. I, I was I've been married twice. Both times they happened to be Italian. Not because not we're fully, wonderful. Not fully, but uh, most of you. <laughs> um, but no, but I dated one girl who I did not marry. She was. 100 i mean her parents are from america but she's yes. yeah. 100 percent italian lineage heritage. right her it didn't matter what i did i got her parents you know theater tickets oh yeah it did not no. matter he mm-hmm. would her dad would never ever accept me
0: no
1: and white. made it
2: very mm-hmm.
0: clear, clear. Yes. made it
2: there was no disguising anything
0: because they expected yes. her to marry an italian she's got
2: man. to marry an italian and eventually yeah. she did
0: yes to please her parents you know, absolutely the Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. Yes. And the mom, too. Right. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, I, (laughs) I love the Italian people. So do I. I I. love, I do. I love everything about it. But there's a definite, I've seen it in friends of mine. There is a, it's family first. Yes. Your marriage is, we love your spouse. We love them. Sure. But this is, this is what, this is the hub.
1: I have a dear friend from Bosnia. We went to college together. She is younger than I am. She's a sweetheart. She's living in Seattle now. But we used to go over and see her and her husband, Igor. Okay, straight from Bosnia. And you know my personality. It does not fit into the woman's Bosnian culture Mm. whatsoever. And I would be there with her mother and her husband and stuff. And I... somebody would say something like are you kidding me absolutely not or my husband would be there and I'm like Scott you've had enough to drink sit down don't give him anymore he's gonna throw up okay he's real (laughs) weak he can't drink too much so they're like Elizabeth oh my god Please do not speak like your, this to your husband in front of us. Please stop. Please. Oh, she
2: was offended that you were oh. speaking that way to yours. Yes,
1: and so was Igor. Other are like, Elizabeth, this is a man's decision. You must stop. I'm like, well, oh, f that. Blah, blah. It's not going to happen.
2: I mean, I get it. Yeah. I get culture. I mean, when Igor is not working at the lab, I mean, is he? Oh, oh not that <laughs> Igor. Um, but it's centuries-old yes. sensibilities. And, and again, I go back to... In a way, it's a little egotistical of us to say, "Well, how are you?" Know, our culture's two hundred and fifty years old. Sure, theirs is a couple thousand, thousand years, years old. old yes. and they've been living this way, and we were expecting them to. Ch- I'm, I'm criticizing and being hypocritical of my own statement, but here we are saying, "Like, oh well, why are they like that? Why do they do?" Th-? Well, they've had a much longer <laughs> run in sure. their culture than we have in ours. Sure. So here we are, you know, the, the Americans trying to sure, say, you should only, live this way, not exactly. that way. Exactly. We're
0: always in shock, right? Yes, I don't get right. it. Don't you just get it? We yeah, do. Yeah. Bill, in yeah. your family now, because you have an American culture with an Italian culture, with yeah. your kids. We have
2: an English
0: culture. English. It's
2: almost high tea, in fact. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> what Would kind you like a cucumber sandwich? <laughs> for <laughs> That's right. <Yeah. laughs> what kind of... Have we been on that long? <laughs> Trying to fix Bill. (laughs) (laughs) This could be a whole series. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, So, with your family, with your children, Mm -hmm. what what kind of cultural differences?
2: There are zero. There aren't any.
1: Because your wife's cool. She's uh, she's Italian American, and so
2: was her. Yeah, and so was her. Her dad was born in Italy. Uh Uh, but grew up in Belgium. Like at two years of of age, they moved to, it was right after World War II. Okay. They moved to Belgium. So Belgium. So he grew up in Belgium until the age of, I think he came here when he was 12 or 13, came here speaking no English, Mm -hmm. but he assimilated because he wanted to. Yeah. Worked for Ford for, you know, 30 years. He was a millwright. And, if you met him, you'd go like, oh, that's an Italian. He still has an Italian accent, even though he grew up in Belgium. Sure. Mm-hmm. But he is he's the rarity
1: yes. where he
2: does not have this. He is like, no, no, this is how it is. I'm Italian. Mm-hmm. That is not a, an issue at all. There's a West Side Italians and East Side Italians thing going Very on, different. too. It, it really sure. is. They're, it's so bizarre. In yeah, Detroit, yeah. West Side Italians are not like East Side Italians.
0: Mm-hmm. Two it's different, the
2: strangest thing. Two different mm-hmm.
0: groups of people. It really is. Mm-hmm. Now,
2: which side? You are Italian. Where did you grow up?
0: I grew up in uh, right here in, in the Royal Oak area. So like, right in the middle. Right almost. in the middle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. in the middle. So, you know. I grew up in Grosse Point.
1: I grew up in Warren on the There's east a side. a
0: ton of Italians. Oh, everyone everybody, I knew yeah. was Italian or uh, Polish. Everybody was Italian yeah. or Polish or Greek.
2: Oh, we had, yep, we One had of my some best Greek friends, uh, yep.
1: Becky Bajeras, was uh, Greek, in that house—it was like stepping back in time.
2: Oh, really? Oh, it was like ding everything it, had plastic ding ding over ding the ding huge ding ornate oh, furniture yes. in the
1: house. Everything had plastic over it—giant gold chairs mm. and everything. And there was always the best food. I'm a foodie, obviously, uh, from being a chef. Love Greek loaves food. of bread and
0: mm-hmm. all kinds
1: of. Her mother said, "You look hungry. Sit down." You know, and she was <laughs> like, "You know, thousands of things." And oh. It was
0: awesome. That's was one awesome. of the things, growing up in an Italian family, that's one of the things that my cousins and I always talk about is that we always grew up with the best food. And we were not yeah. picky. No doubt about it. We were it. not picky Italian. eaters because we, we had great food. Yes. there. So there was nothing to be picky about because it was great that was set before you. Also, though, in our in our family, you always ate something. You, you, the rule was you just had to eat something at the table. You sure. don't have to eat everything, but you had to eat something. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I will say
2: the be, the my friend Dave Gilio, his mom is the best chef cook I've ever, ever I
1: want to go there.
2: I've worked in restaurants all over Detroit when I was younger. I've worked in tons of Italian places. She is the best cook cook. Yeah. the best lasagna you'll ever have in your life. I just want to point out. You used to own a market, too. Really?
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, when I was on TikTok, I used to follow two Italian ladies that still cook oh, out yeah. of their basement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. They still cook out of their basement every Sunday. You know, they got the table mm-hmm. lined out. They're making cutlets, freaking cutlets, since 3 a.m.
0: I mean, it's huge. I have a stove and refrigerator <laughs> in my basement. We had one. I you are Italian, aren't you? I have a stove and refrigerator in my basement. Oh, my gosh. I, I know mm-hmm. I have brought
2: them up before, but the comedian's Sebastian Maniscalco.
0: I love
1: that man more than anything.
2: He grew (laughs) up in in an Italian slash Sicilian household. And his grandmother lived with them. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm. He goes,
2: and she would be in the basement Mm -hmm. stirring a pasta with her hand, like no spoon,
1: (laughs) grinding out lasagna. lasagna,
2: (laughs) Making lasagna all day long in the basement. Six, cooking, <laughs> cooking. Cook she goes, Sebastian, come here, she, come here, come here. I got something for you. Come, here, came here. And she reached into her house go and she pulls goes, for you, for you. She put it in my hand and I yes. go, like, it, it's a dime. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, another. I have to say another. Uh, my ex boyfriend. I'll he'll go nameless, but the last name is Monaco. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but every time we went to his mother's house, that hair was done. Okay, that hair oh, yeah. was done oh, yeah. at yeah. the salon once a week, washed and blown out and curled, and no makeup and a house coat.
2: The house coat. The, uh,
1: oh, the, the house coat. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. Every day, no, you know, uh, every single day.
2: I think I'm going to title this episode the Italian <laughs> episode because we're definitely going in that
0: direction. <laughs> Had some great issues today talking about family issues and going into summer and helping set establishing routines and procedures and making sure that um, time is used wisely whether it be family time or academic instructional time mm-hmm. um, because togetherness is is important and we're as we head out of doubt you know with, as we head into summer and we're going to have more togetherness hopefully We hope that today from this episode, you take some strategies away, that it is okay to say no. It is okay to set boundaries and goals. It's okay to love Italians, Greeks, black, white, anybody you love. Love the one you're with. Yes. And anybody and everybody just needs a little kindness. Be kind, accept kindness, and give kindness. Absolutely. Be
2: kind, rewind.
0: Yes. That's a blockbuster tag. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely.
2: Definitely, we need more of that in the world. Just It's not hard just to be nice, but there's this – I'm going to get off my lawn, but (laughs) there's this – the internet and social media makes it just like, I owned that person. I owned them. Sure. Yay. High five for you. Be nice. I
1: just want to go a step further um, that besides being kind, go out of your way to get out of your box to do something kind. And and even further than that is good – manners. Your mm-hmm. mother always raised you to say please and thank you to mm-hmm. anyone that you talk to. Um extending a courtesy you don't have to. Here would you like my cart? I do, people are shocked when mm-hmm. when you do things like mm-hmm. that. I will push it forward. I'll pay for somebody's Starbucks ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um this weekend. yep, absolutely or behind me, excuse me. I will do things like that. That makes me feel better. These are the things that make us feel better and it also makes somebody else feel better. And that's super
0: important. Share the love. We have a fortune cookie here, and we have tossed the cookies. And whichever way the prongs or the fortune is, that's fortune is for you. And we will add, we always add a little something to the end of the fortune. And today, let's add with kindness. Mm. With kindness. At the end? At the end. Okay. Mine says, make two grins grow where there was only one. With kindness. Mm. A thrilling time
1: is in your immediate future, with kindness.
2: Mm. Get ready for this one. Get ready. Your everlasting patience will be rewarded sooner or later with kindness.
0: Oh, oh
1: very! I'm surprised fitting. that's not
2: already written on there.
1: It's so I like that. Ap- it's so, so that apropos. totally You're- pertains to your wife. Yeah. What? <laughs> the kinder you are, it will be rewarded. this back up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Take that home. Liz and Bill, thank you so much. While yes. we wish Rocky the very best in Nashville. Yes. And we have missed Jackie. Mm-hmm. Who? Exactly. Exactly. The girl who usually sits in that chair where you're sitting. I didn't mean she mm-hmm. would have handled
2: today's episode in the discussion.
0: <laughs> anyway, let's just leave it with sometimes the only mode of transportation available is a leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap of faith with us. And thank have you a great for week. having
1: me.